Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Another mid-season uh, week episode of the Through the Wire podcast. Be sure to look us up on Spotify, um, Apple Music, or like podcasting. Do everything. Y'all got a little something going on over there on that side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> I had to rub the mellow, man. Have a good episode. Mellow on the back for those that don't know. Uh, give us five stars because y'all know we're the best show out there. No cap. Give us seven stars. Can we do that? That means do five, make another account, and then like two. No, you that can't do that because that's going to bring us down. Us. And we're going to have an average right. of what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So five. just keep doing five. Yeah, you can't, that, around, you don't do be greedy. Stars. See, that's a, that was a message. Don't be greedy. Just take the five. <laughs> <laughs> so today's episode, we're going to try to talk about every single playoff team at least a little bit because uh, we're slowly getting to where we're going to be hitting the playoffs. Like nothing is set in stone. Seas are still yeah. changing. But we kind of have a look at the Easter Conference like almost positively. They're eight seeds. And um, in the West... There's some stuff going on we're going to talk about. So It's grind time. The way I'm going to do this, I'm going to say a team in the storyline or something about them, and y'all tell me if y'all want to talk about it or y'all want to not talk about it, all right? Let's get it. The Bucks become the fastest team to clinch a playoff berth in NBA history. Let's talk about it. So right now they are 29-8. and eight. They just wrapped up a game against, I don't remember who, uh, the Wizards, where it went to overtime. Giannis fouled out. Chris Middleton, you know, cast money. Scored the last nine points for his team. How do y'all feel about this Bucks team right now? Uh, I think this Bucks team is un- kind of still under the radar if they're going to be as good as they have <laughs> been. But I think that's why they deserve to be talked about um, for a little bit. I think it's mostly because of the city that they're in. I think if it was a big market city, uh, I think they would be the talk of the league. But right now, you still see a lot of people talking about the Clippers, Lakers. Those like weaker those teams. teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think kinda, I think the reason people talk about those teams a little bit more, I mean, a city for, uh, you know, uh, I can't even think of the word, for revenue and all of that stuff, yeah, they're always going to have the advantage. But I think those teams are a little bit newer. You know, this is AD's first year. This is Kawhi and uh, Paul George's first year. And there are dilemmas there with Paul George not playing consistently. Um, and whatnot, you know, LeBron teams are always going to have some type of drama. But the Bucks team, this is kind of, the, you know, I don't want to say the same exact team because mm-hmm. obviously it's not, but it's kind of the same basis or the same team kind of. Yeah, they're just yeah. playing better this they're, year yeah, than Yeah, they're playing year, better. Right? And last year we saw them play at a, a high level as well and kind of get bounced out of the playoffs by the Raptors, kind of, you know, not the way people wanted to see. So mm-hmm. I think people are trying not to get their hopes up high again in hopes that, you know, the same thing will happen this year. Yeah. But I think – that's the difference. So the team roster names are kind of the same, but I think, to me personally, this is a different team by the way that they play because they can win a game like yesterday. Because, yeah, they should beat up on a Wizards team, but it's the NBA. Things yep. happen. And, and Bradley Beal had a hell of a night. Yeah, yeah. and 99.5% of the time they do destroy teams like that. And there was a time that they didn't. Giannis got fouled. They had some uh, – some um, what do you call it? adversity for the first time in a minute for them, and they pulled through and won. You know what's crazy? I think this is the second game the season they've went into overtime. That's like the lowest at the league. Yeah, that's crazy. That's how much they blow yeah, teams. I, I out. was talking to you because I think the Wizards were down like a couple of like five or something at one point. I'm like, oh yeah, the Bucks got it. Mm-hmm. But that's just how I think about the Bucks. Like they're always a team that prevails. And building on what P said. They're the same team last year, but they just played better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they have a different feel, and especially with Giannis growing, and now he has a little bit more of that ability to create his own shot mm-hmm. and just be more of a juggernaut on offense. He's trying to take them to the next level. So next thing, since we're right here, this is not a playoff team, but we have to talk about Bradley Beal. One of y'all mentioned it. Uh, puts up 53 against the Bulls, takes an L. Puts up 55 against the Bucks, takes an L. Two career nights. How do y'all feel about hashtag free Bradley Beal? 
I've heard different things on Twitter. Uh, there's one side, like literally free Bradley Beal, and the other side's yeah. like, man, you signed an extension, so this is what you signed I up for. I think it's stupid. And the reason I think it's stupid is because, number one, he signed a contract, so he knew he was getting into. But number two, I don't think that this team is anything to, to, to panic over, even as a front office person or if I'm Bradley Beal. I feel like we have an all-star point guard that's coming back next year, and we don't need him to play at an all-star level because we now have Bradley Beal who solidified himself as a top-five shooting guard, maybe even higher, and a guy that can average 30 points a night. Mm-hmm. Rui Hachimura doesn't get enough national attention, number one, because he plays in Washington, and because the two other guys that lead his draft class are so damn good that anybody who isn't averaging 20 or knocking on the door to be in the playoffs probably isn't going to get the recognition. You're going to have a lottery pick this year. You have uh, a guy that we thought would be in the most improved player running, Thomas Bryant, but some injuries happened. You have Trey Brown Jr. Um, and you have uh, Wagner from the Lakers who can, you know, again, these aren't necessarily core pieces, but they're guys that, you know, young guys that can come off your bench and be good. And I feel like, mm-hmm. again, this draft is weak in a sense of faces of the franchise who can turn your whole city around. But it's perfect when you're trying to surround the proper pieces around a guy like Bradley Beal. So I yeah. feel like this is still good. And if they can bring Bertans back, mm-hmm. it makes job. it all Bro, better. Watching him go off, I feel like the teams that had a chance at him and they were like, maybe I'm giving up too much for Bradley Beal, mm-hmm. they should have took that deal because he's been balling. That's yes. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. a pro and con to it, though, because yeah. maybe he would not have done what they expected because he's on the team right now. Mm-hmm. So Bradley Beal is so weird, though, because before the All-Star break, he was like, I'm pretty confident we're going to make the playoffs. Like, he, he came out and said mm-hmm. that. And since then, they have not won a game. And that's like some bad losses against mm-hmm. – one of them being against the Bulls and then the other one being against the Cavs. So they've lost to some pretty bad teams at this point. <laughs> yeah, that Thomas Bryant here is big, man. Yeah, yeah, he's like coming off the bench and very rarely getting more than like 15, 20 minutes a game. So it's He didn't even play against the Bucks. Yeah. Is he on a minutes restriction? I couldn't tell you. I ain't, ain't in tune with the Wizards like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, next, we have the Toronto Raptors. They are 17-1 and one in their last 18 games. Y'all want to talk about them? We'll keep it moving. Got to talk about them. 17 and 1 in the last 17 18 games. Yeah. Contender? Pretender? They're definitely something between. in my eyes. They, they just do everything right mm-hmm. to me. I mean, they're just a team that's going to go after it and compete every night, no matter who you're going against. And they beat a lot of the better teams. They so beat. tonight they play against the Bucks at 630. That's mm-hmm. going to be a, a real classic, the two top teams in the Eastern Conference battling it out. And then the Bucks are on the back-to-back, so maybe that hurts them a little bit. But this is definitely going to be one of the better games of the night. Um, they just have players. We always talk about next man up mentality because it's really a thing mm-hmm. with them, with the, all the injuries they've had. Pascal Siakam has evolved to the point where, like, I trust them taking our game when it shots if you need to. Um, and then that last game against the Pacers, they were up by, like, 50 at one point. Like, they were really mm-hmm. destroying them. And we'll talk about the Pacers' struggle once we once we get to them. Mm-hmm. But the Raptors, I think we mentioned this on um, our All-Star Weekend podcast, that, like, I feel pretty confident in saying that this is a team that can come back and make a finals run again. Mm-hmm. And it's just – they're getting healthy at the right time, and they have the right amount of time to like start gelling, getting everything right for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a dangerous team when it comes to playoff time. And I, I don't think there's a team that that's, that's a bad matchup against them. Mm-hmm. One uh, fan, a Raptor fan, he follows us. I don't know his name, but he had a, a good tweet that kind of gained some uh, static the other day. And what he did was he showed like a course of the results of the games that they were, were winning, and like. Every game, not every game, 
but it was like different leading scores, like Norman mm. Powell, Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka, Terrence Davis. And he was like, what other team could have these many guys mm-hmm. on night in, night out, have a different leading I score? I could tell you another team, the Celtics. <laughs> oh, you think so? Oh, They would yeah, have Campbell Walker, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. And then, and then then Jason Tatum and one, then Gordon Hayward. Gordon okay. Hayward, yeah. And then Marcus Smart will have his nights occasionally. Well, right? like, they have like four or five guys. They're not deep, but they're there's like key rotational guys definitely got because they, because they have Lowry, Siakam, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terrence Davis has done it. Yeah, a, a lot of times. Serge has come up Serge too. Serge Ibaka. Yeah. yeah. Um, Norman Powell. Mm-hmm. Um, Norman Powell's having a good ass season. Yeah. On the radar. That whole Raptors team. And I don't want I, I don't want to name anybody as. That you know, oh, Fred Van Fleet, yes, yeah. Freddie, Freddie got magic. So yeah, I just think this team is in for something big when it comes to the Rondé Hollis Jefferson can lead them. <laughs> no, I'm just talking. <laughs> Bro, when he was recording, he, he Aaron Baines just had like a dub something the other game. Who? Aaron Baines? Not Aaron Baines. How about to say? Uh, who he plays we, for who? Tice. Oh, yes, oh, he did. Tice. Tice. Like I thought he was going to get like an yeah, amethyst card or something. Um, yeah, but yeah, but see, I ain't talking about guys who <laughs> no, did, did just, it once. So. Boston Celtics next. Mm-hmm. Can the Boston Celtics <clears throat> become a contender? So we saw them play against the Lakers. Hard fought battle. Jason Tatum put up a career night, tied his career numbers. And then it came down to basically the last possession. But they've continuously shown in the regular season, at least, that they can beat some of the best teams in the league. Yeah. So can they hold themselves in seven-game series against a team like the Raptors, the Bucks, to eventually get to a championship? You want to talk about it or not? Let's talk about yeah, it. I want to talk about it. I think it's going to be tough but i do think they're one of the teams that can do it like i said they have three guys that legit can go get 20 a night plus they're surrounded by pieces that can also get theirs when they get hot the the thing that surprises to me is that like when you look at the end of their rotation it's not anybody that jumps off the page like grant williams uh Mm -hmm. romeo lankford's getting big minutes at this point Mm -hmm. you're like you would want a team to be a little bit deeper but their top is so nice that I don't think it matters when it comes playoff time because Romeo Langford probably not getting playoff minutes you know he he get his couple minutes guarding LeBron in this game that ultimately don't matter too much but when they face a good team in the playoffs I don't think we're gonna see a lot of Romeo Langford and also what I like about this team is that it seems like even though Jason Tatum Jalen Brown they're young it seems like they're ready for the big moments whenever they're playing against like the Kawhis the LeBrons the Giannis's they come out and they show out and they're ready for it. So I think when it comes to playoff time, even when we saw them without Kyrie in that series, they were ready. Mm-hmm. I think they're ready for the big moments, and I think they really want to come out and prove that they can do this. In February, Jason Tatum is averaging 30 points per game, seven mm-hmm. rebounds, three assists, on 48% from the field, 47% from three. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I like the scene. Yeah. Uh, I think they got a lot of different looks. Um, I think this is the type of team for Brad Stevens to coach and really you know, get the most out of him. Uh, I like that they do have the guys like Michael just arguing against the Raptors for guys that can lead this, lead a team and scoring on each different night. But I like that down the stretch they have a lot of those guys too. So you can have a Tatum and a Kemba. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Jalen Brown will have his moments. I love what Marcus Smart brings to this team, uh, that fight, that energy. To be able to have Gordon Hayward as like your fourth option is, is very, very good. <laughs> um, they've done a good job without a legitimate center. You know what I mean? For us mm-hmm. to have – to uh, disrespect their centers and say that they always they needed yeah. one all season. Shouts out to Tice. Their yeah, centers Tice have been stepped up. Yes, yes, he has. Um, you know, Cantor is going to do what Cantor does in the playoffs. He's going to have some big, enormous rebounding games. Hopefully Robert Williams can, can you know, uh, have some moments as well. Uh, you know, and then 
all of these East teams just got guys that they could just plug in for, for some of these teams. Like Dante DiVincenzo just has moments in the mm-hmm. buck with the Bucks. Terrence Davis and Chris Boucher just has these moments with, mm-hmm. you know, the Raptors that he got the young guys, Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero. And the Celtics got like, you know, Thice or Tice. And then Brad Wanamaker be having moments Brad. with them. <laughs> I'll be like, damn, Brad Wanamaker be coming in and getting getting his a little bit. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think they could be in a mix, man. Their team... You know, they're good away. They're one of the few teams that are above 500 in, in the top Eastern Conference at 16 and 12. They're good at home at 23 and 5. Um, they're versatile. Mm-hmm. So they, they can get you with uh, Brown 2, Tatum 3, uh, Hayward 4 type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Uh, Their ability to switch on defense is great because especially with like 2 through 3. Mm-hmm. 2 through 4, I mean. When they had their, all their wings out there. My favorite thing about the game against the Lakers was, like, Anthony Davis had the Jason Tatum assignment, and eventually they had to switch that shit up because <laughs> he was getting destroyed. destroyed. I, I, hope they, I hope that they hit a peak, man. I think I, I, I want to – even if they don't make a run anything, I want to just see good basketball. And I think the way that these teams are, we're shaping up to potentially have that in the Eastern Conference when you think about the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, mm-hmm. and then we're going to get into the next seeds, obviously. But – we can get something good as long as the cards come out right. I hope nothing crazy happens. Nobody beat the hell out of one yes. of the teams. Yeah, but we can be in store for you know a, a, some good playoff basketball. Yeah, besides one through eight, I don't really see any drastic sweeps. Well, maybe two and seven. Yes, well, yes, that, <laughs> those are two. Especially with Harry not being there, yeah. those could end up in sweeps. But the rest of the series after that, I'm probably gonna be down six, seven. Which is what we're looking for as fans. Next, hey, we said that about the Magic last year. They stole one. They took one. The they sure did. They sure did. Uh, DJ Augustine and his and yeah. uh, Miami coming down to earth. They are 4-6 and six in their last 10, including losses to the Cavs, the Hawks, the Blazers, and the Kings all on the road. Talk about it. We're keeping moving. I think we're just going to have to talk about all of these things. Okay. Besides probably. I like that because that's what I was hoping for. But um, this is – okay, so I'll, I'll briefly say this. That, like, the Heat are absolutely terrible on the road. Yeah. Which, at the end of the day, if you don't have – if you're not the one seed, you being terrible on the road is going to come back and bite you in the ass in the playoffs. So, I know in the last game they were missing Jimmy Butler, you know, because he's, he's one of those for people. personal reasons. Oh, really? Was it personal reasons? Yeah. And it, I don't – See anything? Probably just being home with but the baby. His personal His baby. Okay. Probably with home with the baby. Um, yeah. But yeah, they just they're losing games against bad teams on the road. Like they are teams that are not good on the road, but at least they're beating the bad teams on yeah. the road. You know what I'm saying? This is a team that's also losing to the bad teams. This is the point to where every team now is going to be bad at, on the road. Uh, the Pacers are 500 mm-hmm. at 14 to 14, but every team we talk about now is not going to be good on the road. Uh, I think that will be crucial, especially for a team like the Heat, who could lose that four spot to a team like Philly. Um, Half could game. to Philly. Yeah. But um, it may be good for them, man. It may be good for them. You know, sometimes it's good to get smacked in the face mm-hmm. when you can bounce back from it because the playoffs is too late. You get smacked in the face, you got to go home. So, you know, maybe it, it'll be good for them to get get a humbling experience, look at themselves in the mirror, figure out anything that they need to iron out, and and, and we know what type of basketball they can play, which is all that yeah. matters. Mm-hmm. So, and then when it comes to playoff time, on the road, they still have Jimmy Butler, and I think he has the ability to, like, flip that switch and, like, get them in shape. And if he's not – and if they're not, he going to go out shooting. He going to make sure that know, he put man. them on his back. I don't know. I don't know. I think you're giving Jimmy Butler's real good, but he ain't been that this season. Yeah, this is a team that usually does it by community. Yeah. 
he kind of put committed. the DNA yeah. and, yeah, and make them go. Something. But as far as on the road, his overall the playoff, efficiency from him hasn't been amazing. It's yeah. just like his leadership that's that's yes. giving him all the nods and he stuff. He ain't uh, he ain't give me the ball. He ain't been giving me the ball fourth quarter. And we finna ride this bitch. Out. I know he hasn't done <laughs> it, but I just know plus. we all know that he can. Do it. I don't know that he can. He did it in the playoffs last year for Philly. Yeah, he had his yeah. moments, but that, that's a good ass team. They give they get you there, and, and that's all he had to do. This this team is young, and he's gonna have to do more than just show up. He's gonna have to come through the whole course of the game. It's gonna be times where he might have to defend one of the other team's best players. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's gonna be a lot than just Philly because Philly you had you still had Joel. Uh, being Tobias and those guys. So it's going to be more than just now we're here in the last five minutes of the game, do what you got to do. He's going to have to do it all the way through. 76 uh Ben Simmons back. Um, back. Now he's back. Not that, no, he not back. that he's back. I'm literally <laughs> talking about his back. Uh, so he tweaked something, and they said that uh, they did some tests and it came back negative, but they're still not – He's out indefinitely. Yes, he's out indefinitely because they believe something bigger is a bigger issue than something that can help held him out day to day. So it's some scary stuff for for Ben Simmons and the 76ers. And then also attested that his first game out, Joel Embiid has a career night against the Atlanta Hawks. So it seemed like they just taking turns with being the the face of the franchise. With yeah, but also, getting out. yeah, but Embiid also struggled against the Bucks. He did. All facts. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he sure. But it's, and, you know, it is the Bucks. And against the, that was the Hawks, right? Yeah. That he put the 49 49 yeah. against the Hawks. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, <laughs> a good game is a good, a good, game. Game, yeah. a good yeah. game. But you just got to be consistent. Yeah, the Hawks don't have centers right now. Yeah. Against playoff team. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, just definitely tough because Ben Simmons, obviously, um, the fact that it isn't a day to day thing. And they said Ben Simmons was emotional about it, which kind of tells you something. Yeah. He knows something is going on. Um, but yeah, this is, could be a moment for Joel and B to. to you know, not not solidify itself as the face of the franchise because, you know, hopefully they can get it done together. It seems like they, they you know, they want to play together. At least that's what they're telling us. So definitely deal with Ben if you have to, but we definitely want to see both of them succeed. And it's good for Joel Embiid to start getting some confidence rolling into the playoffs. And they right there. They can get home court advantage. So yes. they have something to play for. Um, I, I can look at the next games. They, they have the Cavs, Cavaliers, the Knicks, Knicks, and then Clippers, Lakers, Kings. Warriors, so they can get into and a momentum. So they, they, yeah, there's definitely room for uh, for some greatness yeah. for them. They, that Clippers, Lakers, Kings, though, that might be tough. Yeah, that the California trip for the Eastern, like far East teams, are all yeah. it's always super. I think they can handle tough. Kings. Oh, Clippers, yeah, you might you might catch too. a game with Kawhi and Paul George. Both don't play. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> so, you know. Uh, next team we have the Pacers. They are three and seven since Oladipo has been back, and. Uh, I've seen some Pacer fans super mad about uh, Nate McMillan. It's a lot going on in that organization. They just lost by 50. Jeremy Lamb towed his knee up. Like, yeah. everything about his knee and is just fucked. And still made the free throws. And still made the free throws, which is Mamba mentality. Um, so, anything that I just brought to you about the Pacers y'all want to talk about? What? <laughs> no, I was laughing at you. What did I do? <laughs> she was laughing at me. I didn't oh. laugh. I was just looking at my head. I was oh, laughing at you because you was laughing at me and he my was bad. laughing at him. You what you do for me to laugh at? <laughs> oh, I had that mama mentality and I thought oh. you started laughing. Nah. Oh. I mean, hey. I, I just look over and Mike's cheesing. So I was like, he always cheeses. Like, we playing Xbox <laughs> and you could just hear Mike laugh, smiling. Um, Enjoying life. Love yeah, I love it. I love uh, it. Yeah, three and seven, last 10 with Oladipo. I mean, I think they still are a team that you don't want to play in the first round. You know what I mean? I don't think the Celtics are going to want to play the the Pacers yeah. because of the potential that they do have and at any moment it can click. 
Uh, but Jeremy Jeremy Lamb is going to be, you know, a tough loss. Uh, yes. I think this team is kind of probably going to be frustrated because they're never going to have their team at full strength. Mm-hmm. But I think they still have some versatility. T.J. Warren, Miles Turner, Sabonis, um, Mal- Malcolm Brogdon, T.J. T- uh, McConnell, Victor Oladipo. They still have some things to work with there, Holiday Brothers. So, you know, um, they need to get it together, though. They definitely need to get it together. <laughs> they got to figure it out, man. I know but, Oladipo didn't play last game, but still yeah, just when like When I do watch the team, it looks like they just lost it offensively. Mm. Like, they're just not as consistent and making shots. And then when you're not as good defensively at the same time, it's going to hurt you. Yeah, and Brogdon's cooled off a little bit mm-hmm. from where he started off at the beginning of the season. Yeah, he was like, for a long time, he's 50-40-90, and I think he's yeah. not even shooting like 35% from three anymore. Yeah, we were, he, was, he was in discussions of being an all-star. Yeah, you were. Yeah, <laughs> that boy came and took it away. Who's, uh, been, who's been leading them? I mean, thirty percent from three this season. That's god ass awful for a guy that shot forty three percent last year. Mm-hmm. Sabonis is just he doing his thing. 14, 11, 24 and thirteen, fifteen and nine. Yeah, uh, so them losing Jeremy which was another 10, offensive 11. guy for them, could could hurt them, or it could provide another opportunity for the other people or other players to get more shots up and get it going. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Oh my God! These last couple of games with Malcolm Brogdon for three have been terrible. I don't even think they had people like a pace to reach double digits until like near the end of the third quarter. Some crazy like that. That's disgusting. So he was zero for three against the uh, Nets, mm-hmm. one for five against the Bucks, zero for five against the Knicks, and zero for four against the Raptors. I mean, they're good looks. This is a guy that shot forty percent. They just ain't falling right now. It's just, it's just really not falling. So the next two teams in the in the Eastern Conference race are the Nets and the Magic. I could not for the life of me think of storylines for them two teams. So is there anything about them y'all want to talk is about? They just around? faced them each other last night. It was a good game. Came down to the wire. Uh, but, I mean, it's just like... Came down to the wire? T- no. Uh. <laughs> but I can't... I mean, these are two teams that are going to get their ass handed to them when we get to the playoffs. So I don't even want to even talk about them too much. I mean, Jonathan Isaac could be coming back relatively soon. That's yeah. something good for the Magic. Um, especially then nah, when he looked solid. Jonathan Isaac ruled it, out for season. Oh, they officially. When was that? Two weeks ago. Hmm. Team President Jeff Wilman says. Well, that's sad. Hmm. It's sad too because even if one of these teams fall out, you're gonna have the Wizards of the Bulls go in. That's not happening. We're five games out. I, I don't. I don't see goes, the Magic falling like that. Either way it goes, it's gonna be tough for whoever's matched up the Bucks or the Raptors yeah. for that seven eight seed. Completely agree. Is it yeah. is it even worth it? Because you know you're getting swept, or you rather had a lottery pick? Talk to me. Because that lottery pick is a 1% chance you can move up to that first overall pick. Or do you want to just stick at Looking what? At Give me the playoffs. Give you want the playoffs? playoffs? Get if the I'm the Magic, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'll take the playoffs if I'm the Magic. What's the difference? For the Magic, for sure. Because they can't they draft get, well the Oh, we make the playoffs. We're going to get the 15 pick. If we don't, we're going to get the 13th pick. Go to the playoffs. Hey, that 13th <laughs> pick then, then got a lot of NBA stars. That 13th pick kind of special, man. It has, but they would be drafting with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Okay, so before we move on to the Western Conference, y'all want to talk about any of the non-playoff teams in the Eastern Conference? We briefly talked about the Wizards, Wizards. already, but is there any other team? The Cavs? The Cavs have, or what are they, 2-1 since the John Beeline stuff and then a, a big win against the Heat? Um, it's fun to see Kevin Porter's evolution throughout the season start off struggling. I think this month he's averaging like 15 points a game, and he had 30 last night. But is there any other team? I just Shout wish, out Kobe White. I just wish... I don't know. The like Cavaliers, I wish Dylan Winland was there. Mm-hmm. Um, they were a team that I thought had one of the best draft classes that I said on here. And Kevin Porter is helping that case, but I feel like Dylan Willard could could help that. Um, Hawks, 
you know, shots for y'all. Yeah. 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 Knicks being Knicks, uh, Pistons just selling. I think mm-hmm. not even selling, just giving stuff it. away. How it's gonna shape up for the rest of the year? It's just funny because y'all remember when the Hornets came out hooping? Now they yes. nineteen wins. Yes, they came out hooping. We was like, damn, people was on my ass because I was like, there's no reason to ever Weren't watch they the Hornets. That they knew that uh, that Devontae Graham bro, was gonna have that. Was, type okay. of year. So there was this one guy. I like Devontae Graham hit a game winner. This is months ago when they were <laughs> when they were rocking, and I was like, man, Devontae Graham came out of nowhere because. Because he literally came out of the He's a second no, round pick didn't. last year. He was playing like 10 minutes a game. And then one dude was like, well, if you if you watched the um, the Hornets last season, you would have known that he was going to be like this. I'm like, bro, cut it the fuck out. <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. He, he, he was just playing shit. behind Kimba. Yeah, that's exactly why you couldn't have seen it. Just like, bro, relax. <laughs> and then there was another Hornets fan who was like, bro, I literally watched all 82, and he's never looked like this before. <laughs> like, yeah, obviously. because I remember at the beginning of the season, I was on Hornet uh, – Beat writer pages mm-hmm. and all of the, the all, everything that they was talking about was Malik Monk. What would he have? They were hoping he would have <laughs> right. the Devontae Graham type of year. So that yeah, come on now. I That's, think Devontae Graham has also came back to earth though. I feel like I just yeah, walked into a yeah, new era store. Why you say that? Does it smell like cat? Too much cat. So much cat in it. He's shooting twenty nine percent from three this month. E. That's just bad compared to e. like, the start. No, nah, he cannot. <laughs> The first month of the season, shot fifty one percent from three. That <laughs> was like was he killing. was he was killing. I mean, he's still having a very good season. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, you know, he just ain't putting up the all star type numbers he was in the first. You know, first the, yeah. The Bulls continue to be difficult to watch. Shout out to Kobe White. Shout out to Kobe White, Kobe White saving us. Did y'all God. enjoy the game? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The game was good. I mean, from a basketball fan's perspective, it was good. From a Bulls fan perspective, no. You know what I'm saying? Because we had a, six, we had a 16 point this game. This season, Kobe White has gotten off. Yeah, that's I what was I was thinking about. I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, damn, P, I got to get him more often, bro. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when he was there. I was like, damn, he watched him kill the Knicks. Now he watched him kill the Suns. He just killing yo. And then yo on man. our show, he said his favorite moment of the season is when he killed the Knicks. Yeah. It's like, now it's probably going to be when he killed. No, he actually lost the game against the Suns, yeah, so yeah. it's probably not going to be that. But yeah, man, he's safe. He's making us watchable. Him and Zach Levine, obviously, are making us watchable right now. We got an eight man team because we have another eight players. In I'm there. interested to see what they do because it's definitely some stuff going on. We see the clip of Zach Levine saying, "Yes, that and was yeah. shit like that." Is like I, I, love, said, I, I said the it. same yeah. thing when I was watching the damn game. Shit, I was gone. By I that left. Point. We yeah. left. I was gone. I was gone just sit because that was my sister's first time watching the game. Yeah, at a boys got an NBA game, so I was just gonna let her watch the whole thing play mm-hmm. out. But they called the time. I was like, nah, we could just go. It was like, like three minutes left. Me and Pierre was sitting I, I, in sections next to each other. I looked at Pierre. I was like, I'm hey, out I'm this. Bro. <laughs> I'm gone. Um, but yeah, I mean, Otto Porter's back warming up, so he should be back relatively soon. Laurie is too. I just don't get it. Wendell's still playing with the hand thing. Team, I know injuries, 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 injuries are a lot, which is what I was saying. We made you are, yeah, and that's the one thing that is that does get interesting. And I, I didn't give a fuck about the bet at a certain part because <laughs> I don't think the Knicks can ever win. It'd be like we get to two games and then we just lose six. So I, I, my hope <laughs> is being able to get two games in a row because I don't know. But fans always tweet me and DM me like, "Hey, hey, man, hey, some hope, hey, some hope there." <laughs> Uh, but that could turn out to be interesting because I see what the Knicks play. We play some tough ass teams. Yeah, we played the Hornets, <laughs> then we played the Seventy Sixes. Oh, we played the, the Bulls. Bulls. Is there it is. Uh-oh. That could Match be the game because then, then play they the play the against the Bulls again at the end of March. That could determine a lot of shit between all of that. Man, these teams we got to play. We just played the Rockets yesterday. We yep. played the Pacers before that. Then we are gonna play the Hornets tomorrow. Then we go Knicks, Bulls. Ro- I mean Knicks. 
We go uh, 76ers, Bulls, mm-hmm. Rockets, Jazz, yep. Thunder. Yep. Then we go Pistons, Wizards, Hawks. Then we go Heat, Hornets, Celtics, Clippers, Raptors, Pelican. Like, we... <laughs> Golly. It's kind of tough out there for y'all. Golly. And, but the Bulls ain't, ain't much easier, though. We have OKC, Knicks, Mavs, Timberwolves, Pacers, Nets. Actually, it is easy. <laughs> we'll take them dubs, hopefully. And at least the Bulls have someone that can at least keep them in those games. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, shout yeah, out to shout out to Kobe. Jr. Shout out to Kobe White, man. Shout out, to Kobe. out of bounds and shit. <laughs> Getting pushed on the ground by Harden. Mm. That <laughs> Yeah. He got away with that one. But <laughs> we're um, transition to the Western Conference after this break. Okay, so yesterday we had the Kobe Bryant Memorial, um, and that's the one that's attached to the Lakers because right now the Lakers are rolling. There's no, there's no drama much with the Lakers this season. They got a new player, Marky Morris, who'll come into the to the things. But we saw the official memorial for Kobe Bryant and uh, Gigi and all the other passengers, and uh, it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. Hopefully, that's the last painful goodbye. I but, wouldn't say you know, it's like, never going to be the same. Uh huh. But Thanks. I think he would definitely want us to. Move on. Should like that be inspirational for me? Yes, it is sad, but to see Vanessa Bryant up there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, That's saying what those I was words. Saying, like, you know how it's hard it's got to be for them to go up there and, and, yeah. and talk that and give that speech. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna watch, but then it came on automatically. Because I I hate when YouTube does it sometimes, but like you can be watching something from over here. Like I could be watching a music video and then a click on to some basketball shit. So I was watching something and it went into the live memorial mm-hmm. while I was folding my clothes. And I was like, oh, I didn't want to watch this. But then I was like, <laughs> that must have just came on for a reason. Yes. And she, uh, it was somebody was talking before her. I can't remember. But uh, then they announced her and. You know, I was it's, like, it was either Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel. I get them mixed up. They're both Jimmy Jimmy's Kimmel, and they're, Kimmel. Okay. Yeah. and they're both late night TV hosts. I get them mixed up all the time. But yeah, it was like, wow, this is this is inspirational. It's mm-hmm. nice. I watched a little bit of Diana Taurasi and a mm-hmm. little bit of the other lady. I'm sorry, from Oregon. Uh, I'm not sure if it was her. I think this girl mm-hmm. played in the pros. Did y'all notice that okay. LeBron? He no, LeBron wasn't there in the arena. I no, didn't. he was there. Yeah, somebody oh, yeah, said he was they, there. Well, yeah, not in the arena, like where the cameras could see. Right. So he 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 specifically told them, "I do not want the cameras on me ever." Mm. So they said he was in there with a hoodie, his sunglasses. So like mm. you you wouldn't know it was him. Right. And like he made sure that the cameras of six nine two fifty, and you don't know it's him. <laughs> right. But <laughs> no, I mean, I, I saw I, Devin Booker I, I love that they respected him. Yeah, it was yeah. so many people like the. Um, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Staff, PJ Tucker, yeah. they were there, and then they had a game tonight, so they flew back home to Houston for the game. Everybody. And I think what makes a good rem- memorial is, of course, you, you cry tears of somebody being gone, but you can also smile at the fact that you were impacted by this player. Like, yeah. everybody that talked had a moment that made the crowd mm-hmm. laugh, you know, yeah. which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Which is beautiful. And, and I, the girl from Oregon that you just mentioned uh, had records. a night. Last night mm-hmm. and then had yeah broke the record. She was the first player to have like two thousand points, category. one thousand yeah. assists, and one thousand rebounds in the so career. That was good something for her. like that. Yeah. yeah, and every time they do a tribute, I, I just learn something new about Kobe and a relationship, yes. and just how how special he was to people. My, I really love what Michael Jordan said about him, and you you seen the little joke where he was crying. He was like. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have another meme. Yeah, that's what Kobe do to me like that's what Kobe does. He brings out the best of somebody. They said he learned how to play Beethoven by oh, ear, ear, which yeah. is just that's just mm. the craziest thing because Beethoven yeah. has some of the hardest things to know. Even if you can read music, it's still hard. So he's he learned mm-hmm. it by ear. And then Alicia Keys came out and gave a good performance, and Beyonce opened up. It was just it was a perfectly done memorial, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm happy that they opened it up to the fans. You know what I'm saying yeah. for us to to see it because uh, they they didn't have to do that, but they did. 
Um, but we move on to the Nuggets. Rest in peace to Kobe, Gigi, and everyone else that was in that, that helicopter. Um, the Nuggets. Jokic played himself into shape. He lost 25 pounds over the course of the season. And right now, the MVP Laddam has him at number three. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to see someone get in shape midseason. Like, he just lost 25 pounds. Well, nothing gets him in game season. shape, like playing actually. Like a game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we hear a lot of players do this. Uh, James Harden did it a bunch early yeah. in his career. Um, but, no, the Nuggets. Yeah, what y'all, what y'all say? So the first month of the season, he averaged 15. Second month, he averaged 16. And that's when he was playing yeah, he himself was, into shape. Yeah. But after that, we got 21, 23, and 27. And that's not accounting to the rebounds, assists, and all of that. Contender or pretender, what y'all say? That's what I mean. Um, I still say pretender. Yeah. Because Jokic is cool, but I still kind of iffy on the rest of their roster. Yeah, when I say they're, they're deep. I only stand pretender just because I just don't see them beating a LeBron James-led Lakers mm. or, like, a Kawhi, Paul George-led Clippers. I agree with Like, that. I just don't see that happening just because when you look at their team, who on their team is going to stop them guys and who on that team can actually keep up with those guys. I think that the, the Jeremy Grant signing was there supposed to be, like, LeBron stopper, Kawhi container, but I'm obviously it, it ain't. Yeah, it ain't. <laughs> it's just their, it's their best option. But wait, they got top – 10 uh, power forward Paul Millsap on the team Derek, that is think? a game changer he does he is an elite rim protector <laughs> and he would do a great job on containing Anthony Davis elite rim protector yeah like 25 the other you night too you should not joke like that <laughs> elite rim that's what I like about Derek though He's he can play into a joke and then not laugh with it he'll, he'll just run with it <laughs> I just don't want the, the world to the think that he's serious to come back he's going on Twitter tomorrow he had 25 he's last night army night but elite rim protector elite rim protector <laughs> and he's got a reputation again destroyed by LeBron in the playoffs Throughout his entire time in in Atlanta, Shit, um, he's a six six power forward. Is that official? Because they had him at like six eight for a very long time. <laughs> he anyway, looks pretty small. I, I would say they're pretenders. What do they have him as? Six seven. Oh yeah, we'll probably six, give him. They got him six eight. Six eight, okay, a true six eight. Um, but I would say pretender as well. Yeah, I just think they're the one My, very good piece away. Say, you say pretender. Yeah. Okay. And now if they, they had, do. if they did make the move at some point, and like got them a Bradley Bill, they would definitely be. A I think they can stay. I think yeah, if they went and got that, yeah. But I think they stay put. They they give Michael they Porter their, Jr. Some, yeah. some time. Jamal Murray and Will Barton is their like guard guards who create for them. Yeah. Oh, and Will Bradley Barton's been having a career year. For, oh my God, that Steph Curry does just drop. Ridiculous Clips Hall of Fame. Mm, mm, mm. No, you know he. Swear don't. to God, I see swear to God, God, swear to God. Galaxy of well, guess who ripping packs when this podcast is over? Let's yeah, go. Andrews. Um, Clippers. Now, this is a stat I saw on Twitter. Y'all tell me if this stat means anything to y'all. The Clippers. His mind ain't even on the work no more. He <laughs> like, about, think about them cars. The Clippers still haven't lost a game when they're fully healthy. They beat the Lakers first game of the season. The Wolves, the Spurs, the Heat, and the Grizzlies. Does this mean anything to y'all? No, no just because I haven't even seen them fully healthy at all. I mean, last night yeah. they destroyed the Grizzlies by 30 when they were yeah, – that's a fully they, healthy clip of statement. And they healthy. also didn't have Jaron Jackson Jr., who was a very key piece of their team, so they yep. were also adjusting on playing without him. Mm. I um, mean, it is interesting, but I just want to see them do that – consistently. First of all, I don't healthy. know if this is completely BS. It was some random tweet. He was verified. Okay. But like, you know what I'm saying? Just because you're missing your 14th guy 
this, we classified that as not fully yeah, healthy. You know what I'm I saying? Wouldn't, I wouldn't classify. I just thought it was very interesting because he had hella retweets and people mm-hmm. like if the, if you don't got the Clippers, it's the favorite. You sleep, you you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but like a mere coffee isn't healthy, <laughs> right? Really and first that. of all, if they have only had five <laughs> games this season where they're fully healthy, that's another conversation in itself. Yeah, Paul George is still trying to get himself together at this point. So. Yeah. I, that stat don't mean nothing to me. To be honest, they should be probably be most of those teams. They should anyway. Yeah, they the they, they, they they came into the season knowing what they were. They're going to be a playoff team. That's what they're going to try to do. Mm-hmm. I don't think Clipper fans need to overreact. And Kawhi's six over- games out. It's not like <laughs> yeah. he just sits out because yeah. he's hurt. He, he just sits. Out. Yeah, it's voluntarily. I'm tired of talking about the years just because they don't play. Let's just hit the playoffs. That's what I'm waiting for. I just need to right now they do match up against the Thunder, which we will talk about the Thunder. And I don't game. even want it to start now just because they're not they're not fully there yet. No, I wanted to start. They, now they fully they healthy. Fully. They just played last night fully yeah, but healthy. Paul George has seven points. <laughs> he healthy. He played. <laughs> we can't I wait mean, until he drop at thirty. Be like now the playoffs start. That's what I hope that they get to. Like he's <laughs> he now dropping his playoff pimo early. Houston Rockets four game first. winning streak. A game away from that third seed, and they're they're eight and two since the super small ball has been incorporated to their team. It's been working for them. Mm-hmm. It has been. Yeah, they switch a lot defensively. They're a pest. They're in the passing lanes, mm-hmm. and, and offensively, they, they're moving very fast. And Look. they learned how to take those centers out the game. Yes, yeah. shout out to Robert Covington. Wasn't really doing much against them. And right now, they'd be matched up be against the Jazz, opposite. and that's like a five game series. The way that the Jazz are playing and the way the Rockets are playing. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, Russ is in go mode. He got the yes, go we'll mode. talk about the Jazz because I got a lot to say. But Russ is in go mode, and that's the Russ that we like to see. Where it's like, obviously, he's always been ultra aggressive. That's just that's in his character. But when he's ultra aggressive and hitting his mid range shots, there's not many people better. Yeah, the Jazz were literally giving him that mid range shot the other day, and mm-hmm. he said it was cash. Is what he said. It was. It really yeah. was. It really was. And James and, Harden has a thing where like it's something about Utah that he just hates because he always just puts up big ass numbers against Utah and wins games. Like the, I don't know. What their re- his record is against Utah, but I can guarantee you it's good as hell. <laughs> and Playoffs also, and all, them giving him that mid range jumper is kind of just dumb because yeah. who, who you gonna who? Why would you give an NBA player a wide <laughs> a open, open jump? shot, especially a elite player like Russell yeah. Westbrook? I mean, they be back. <laughs> a lot of times they be having the center guard him. Yeah, yeah. and he feels disrespected by that, so yeah. that's why he goes at the center so hard. Like, oh, this is who y'all think can actually stop me? I want to look at Russell Westbrook's. Mid-range percentage this season because I feel like he's been hitting it a lot more recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's always been a, a solid mid-range shooter. That's why it's yeah, crazy. Forty-one percent this season. I can see That's the really three, good. But not, yeah, I can see the three, but the mid-range is a little extreme. Forty-one percent this year. Last year he shot thirty-two percent. And he's a he's a momentum guy, rhythm. So when yeah. he makes three, yeah, when he takes that little, especially he, if he dribbles into that mid-range yeah. too, you give him that little hesitation into it. It will be money. Yes. Uh, so now the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Three-game losing streak. Three-game losing streak. They went on that big-ass run. They won like 15 in a row. This and is such a bipolar team. It is. <laughs> and that's that's the main problem with this roster. It's like it, right now they would be matched up against the Rockets. And the Rockets is Rudy Gobert's biggest nightmare because it is like I, he has to play perimeter. And he's so good that you don't want to take him off the floor. But then again, he's been so ass against the Rockets <laughs> that you should probably take him off the floor. Mm-hmm. This is an all-star type player that's being played out of games. It's only this team, really. Mm-hmm. But he's being played out of games. And then last night they lost to the Suns. Like they just blew a big ass. Not they didn't blow a big ass lead, but they gave up a big ass run to Ricky Rubio and uh, Devin Booker. This team just really like last night was funny because you know the argument with Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell is 
the winning and not statistical. Mm-hmm. And Devin Booker won, and Donovan Mitchell had the better st- statistic. <laughs> he had like 38. Yeah, 38. I yeah, mean, yeah. De- Devin Booker still had 24, 10, and 4, mm-hmm. but he had 38 and whatnot, mm-hmm. and they lost. Because so. Ricky Rubio, I'm pretty sure, had a, a close to a double-double. Too. Uh, he ended yeah. up with a double-double, uh, yeah. 20 20 I think it's just a supporting cast came out a little bit more strong for the Suns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's real good. The when your backcourt both can have a double-double with yeah. 10 plus assists. And then Kelly Oubre came out and did his thing. Kelly Oubre, some, he's so extra, bro. But look, in the good one. His cereals. He be jamming people. <laughs> he was extra at the pool. He yeah. was. He got fouled and he did push ups on yeah. the floor. Yeah, he, he, he dunked and he like meme on the crowd. Like he, he do but the most. I think he that Utah's biggest problem is just they can't get everybody clicking at at once. Yes. It's usually just one guy. Mm-hmm. Mike Conley, eight points, has not one assist, zero rebounds in twenty two minutes of play. Every, he might have a. I think he's got maybe like a couple twenty point games and just like oh he might be getting it going. But the next game he might literally have single. Digits. You're absolutely right though, Mike. This is a team that just can't click at once. <clears throat> we see nights with Jordan Clarkson is just having a night, mm-hmm. and then Donovan Mitchell not on shit. We see nights with Joe Ingles is. And then Bojan not productive. We seen nights with Bojan Bogdanovic, who is, you know, was signed to be an extremely good role player for them. Some nights he's, he's their best, best player. player. Yeah. We've seen him take game winning shots for them and deliver, which is very confusing because you know you know that they are they they want and they're breading Donovan Mitchell to be their guy, but sometimes they don't deliver for that. Mike, <laughs> turn that porn off on your phone. Um, and then you know Mike Conley. I mean, but okay, so. Mike Conley in in this month, he's averaging 17 on 46% shooting, 42% from three. So his statistical numbers look good. But like this month, this month, this month. And it's only like seven games played this month. But like the other months, eight points, 11 points. And in those, he has tons of games where he's missing with injury. The thing that takes away from Mike Conley is the balls in Donovan Mitchell's hand most of the time late game down the stretch. Mm -hmm. And that's where Mike Conley kind of showed himself the most last year. Is when they needed him down the stretch, they gave him the ball. He was so good last year. Mm-hmm. He shot like he, he averaged twenty one. He yeah, had a career life. Entire like, offseason, they had us talking about they could be one of those swing teams. Of him. And, yep. and right now, they just haven't they haven't been that at all. They haven't been that at all. Next team is OKC. Is OKC the scariest lower seed in the league right now? Yeah, definitely. Tell me why? Mm-hmm. Because they're. They have the three guards. They got Gallo. They got Steven Adams. They play hard defensively. And I feel like they really have a legit closer in Chris Paul. So if you have a close game with them, you got to keep him honest. So they, they they beat the Pelicans. They beat the Nuggets. And they beat the Spurs. All three teams, you know, fight for a playoff spot or have a playoff spot with the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. And um, convincingly beating them, too. Yeah. Convincingly beating as them, As good as they are, have I mean, as good as they have been. You know, you definitely give them, you know, respect and their their credit because they have been good. I don't think they're the scariest. I think when you have the Utah Jazz the way that they have, and the, the you know we've seen them at their best. They are legit. They have because they do have a Donovan Mitchell. They do have a defensive player of the year. They do have a Mike Conley who hasn't been shit this season. But you never know. Sometimes guys have that, and then they get to the playoffs and they get and show you that experience is is still important. They have uh, Bogdanovich. And even besides them, I look at a team like Dallas Mavericks. You know, they've cooled down a little bit, but they still have a 7-3 guy. Mm-hmm. They still have Luka Doncic. Uh, those guys don't have the playoff experience, which is holding them back. But I something about them that I would lean on more than the Thunder. Mm-hmm. You know, because the Thunder, you're really leaning on Chris Paul mm-hmm. to really pull you through. Uh, Dennis Schroeder is is there, and, and Shea is going to have his moments. Same with Gallinari, but 
It's, it's something about them. I it's something about them. I, I would say that Thunder team is probably the most scariest team. I think they're right there next to that Utah Jazz team, but them having that three guards is definitely going to pay off in the, in the I think playoffs. they played the Utah Jazz in the playoff series. Utah will handle the ass. Think so? Yeah, I think I, so. I think it will be tough for them, especially if so. they come out. They have their nights where they're coming out struggling, shooting the ball. You have that. The, the Thunder could have those same type of nights, which is why they're the sixth seed. They Shout out to uh, to Lou Dort. He's a two way player, Arizona but he's been State, starting for them, mm-hmm. and um, he's going to eventually have to get a contract because you you only can play a certain amount of games on a two way. And so far, he's basically been their starter for like a month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and last night or a couple nights ago, he just had a, a big game for a two way player standards. Mm-hmm. He ended up with fifteen two and two, and that was against the Spurs in the game before that against the Nuggets. He ended up with eleven. Like those are pretty good numbers for a guy that was a G League player a month ago. So shout out to him for just coming into the rotation with like. They're missing, like, Hami Diallo, who may not be good anyway. And then he just took the spot from Terrence Ferguson, who was starting early in the season. And his def- his defense is really good. That's the reason he's starting. He, he plays amazing defense. Next team we have is the Mavericks. Now, a few nights ago, they played against the Atlanta Hawks. And they end up losing that game because, ask Mark Cuban, the refs. So if y'all don't know what happened, um, it's a two-point game, right? It's a two-point game. They're losing by two. Trey Young has the ball with like 10 seconds left. They don't need to foul because there's time on the shot clock. So they're like, you play good defense, you get the rebound, we got time to score, and, and they'll go OT or win. Trey Young gets to the basket, puts up a layup, it's blocked, refs call, goal 10. But since they did call goal 10, they can go back and review it. It's not like the Rudy Gobert shit where like they didn't make a call so they couldn't review it. So they reviewed it. And it was obviously not a goal 10. Mm-hmm. But... When it was called goaltend, John Collins got the rebound and went back up after the whistle. So they said no goaltend, but count John Collins's putback. That's terrible. And the Mavericks end up losing. And then Mark Cuban comes out on Twitter. He, you know, he's he's talking, he's flaming the refs. He gets fined, not yet officially, but he will get fined yeah, for talking yeah, that, shit. <laughs> um, they they having a meeting about that. So. Yeah, for for real. But it's just like. I, I just wanted to tell that story for people that didn't know. But is there anything about the Mavericks <laughs> that y'all want to talk about? No, I kind of – I didn't mean to, but I brought them up with the Thunder, and that's just – I don't know. Yeah, and I see what you mean by them having Luke and Porzingis do make them dangerous, especially depending on who they match up with. Mm-hmm. Like right now, it would be Nuggets, and I think that's a – That's a good series. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great series. That's a good series, man. That's a good series. That's what it we get very it. interesting. Uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist has played a few games – for this team and they got him for like his his wing his defense. defense um but golly is he hard to watch on the offensive side of the yeah, ball he does that's, literally nothing that's why i was just surprised that a team like this who's so good offensively would sign him like they don't need the offense but he he's a big ass black hurt. hole yeah. yeah he's yeah he, you're not gonna guard him at all so he's Except for like when he's I mean, going now, to the rim. You can look at it as now they have a, a defender they could have for when they're Yeah, I, see, I can see I why understand. they did. Yeah, I understand it, but it's just like if it's still hard to watch. Take him out. He, uh, <laughs> Mike, Mike, <laughs> about the game. My nigga Mike say, hey, shit. <laughs> hey, Let's go. Um, you got to sit your ass down for a second. He's played 30 minutes for the team. He scored two points. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's fouled seven times. But so this, like, <laughs> this is the crazy thing, though. He was the second second overall pick over Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal was right behind his ass. And then right after Bradley Beal was who? Drum roll, please. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is uh, 2012. 2012. Bradley, it, AD. Yeah. Michael K. Gilchrist, Bradley Beal. Y'all know the name. It ain't nothing that's going to be surprising. What team was it? The Cavaliers. Tristan Thompson? No. Oh, fuck. Deion Waiters? Yes. Okay. Oh. It was one, I knew it was one of those two dudes. 
Maybe not the best draft. No, 2012 also had um Damian Lillard. It had Austin Rivers. It had. <laughs> you gonna keep saying that? Harrison Barnes. Oh man, Draymond I, Green, I believe, was in there. I'm thinking like, yeah, maybe Draymond Green is who I'm thinking about. Somebody late. Jimmy Butler was was Jimmy Butler in there? Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. Yes, that's what I was thinking about. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. This is not the 2011 is Jimmy Butler with Clay Thompson and and some right, of those right. other guys. Uh, Actually, not a terrible draft class. It's just Drummond. a lot of role players in this. Miles Leonard, mm-hmm. lot of, which could be like this year. Which the the role. Listen, the significance of a role player. You know how they say like the center position is like expanding and it's getting crazy and it's mm-hmm. uh, evolving. The role player is evolving, bro. Role players are some of the most significant players in the league in today's game. I've never seen role players have this much value, which is why nobody wants to give them up for nothing. They're asking for first-round picks. These are, these guys are getting nice contracts because these guys are so important, which is why it's mind-blowing to me when they consider certain draft classes weak because there isn't any stars there. When the game is fit, majority of the league is role players. There's only a few stars. Mm-hmm. There's only a few. Like, every team doesn't have one. You know, I, I watch my Knicks, and we don't have a star. So majority of the league is role players. So when you have a draft that's full of them, I think you should take that draft a little bit more serious than the ones that quote-unquote have stars because the ones that quote-unquote have stars aren't all going to be stars because we see that they all we don't have that many. So they're telling you they're going to be stars, but then you have to take the risk that some of these guys aren't going to be stars. Right. Give me those be four like year four players. Five of them, you're not going to have always get that. Top yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then yeah, they tell us it's four or five of them, and then really it's one. And he was drafted in seventeenth overall, and wasn't the first <laughs> five pick. You know what I mean? Like uh, Lonzo in them draft class, Markel, Lonzo, Josh Jackson. Those are the first three picks of the four four picks. Jason Tatum was the third pick. Mm-hmm. Role players make up the league. Uh, do y'all know who the last pick in this draft was one of your boys, Mike? Laker, Laker legend. Center when y'all were terrible. It's got to be Robert Sacre. It's Robert Sacre. <laughs> Gonzaga's finest. <laughs> and then I saw some, another name in here that – do y'all remember Quincy Miller? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Baylor. What to the Nuggets. What was the, the biggest thing I can remember about Quincy Miller? When Andre Iguodala Andre Iguodala fucked this dude up. Uh, he crossed this man into about Quincy oblivion. Miller. Quincy Miller was the top three player coming out of high school. Mm. Top three recruit in the nation. Ended up with the 30, 38th overall pick. All of those guys at Baylor, they did. I don't want to, I'm not to be disrespectful, but like Perry, Perry Jones, Jones, they were uh, saying Quincy AC was, was in this draft next class. Tracy Miller, next KD, Perry Jones. Bro, was out Perry of Jones is the reason I don't watch the hoop mixtape shit no more and get hyped. He was a dog. He was they killing. Had, they, I thought he was going to be the next KD. He was 6 11. He was taking fadeaways, shooting from deep. I got to see what Perry, Perry Jones on. Right He's now, definitely man. overseas. I think I see him he on the calls. Um, but yeah, Perry Jones, Quincy Miller, Quincy AC, Lil Pierre Jackson. Uh, they had Deuce <laughs> Bello. Y'all remember Pierre Jackson? Yeah, five fifty-five. Yeah. He lit his head. Um, shout out to Pierre Jackson. He's still doing his thing. Um, they played. had Isaiah Austin, who had got drafted by the entire NBA because he had the eye thing and could stop yeah, the hoop. His mixtape just dropped again. He's yeah. still hooping. He's yeah, he's still hooping. He got cleared the hoop now because he had um, the, the heart thing, right? He had something yeah. over his heart. Uh, oh, it was, yeah, it was his heart. He had a vision thing too. Yeah, he had them um, thick ass goggles. But yeah, that Perry Jones, five star recruit. Five star recruit, bro. <laughs> 97 score on the SBN. That is crazy. And then now he's playing overseas and he's scoring two four points a game. 
overseas. Ah, that's tough, bro. That's so tough. You said four points a game. Four points per game. And look, look. Ball is life. Got a mixtape. Says Perry Jones III, the biggest steal of the 2012 NBA draft. Super athletic and versatile big man. 220,000 views. And I'm one of the people like, hell yeah, you're going to be one <laughs> of the got, steals. He got drafted to the Thunder while they still had yes. KD. They really <laughs> got to get two KDs. Yes. Damn. And I, he had a good form on 2K. I have yeah. to like him. He could he was a little stretch four at times off that bench when I played with them. But it's yeah, just, man. The hoop makes it making everybody look great. Okay, last one. We have the eighth seed at Memphis Grizzlies. And the reason we're bringing them up is De'Aaron Jackson Jr. is out for some time. And there are some teams creeping up and they cannot win a game a at team this moment. That and they have the and toughest schedule at the end towards the end of the season. Do they really out of the yeah. entire league? Yeah. Oh, that's ah, that's tough, man. That's tough. The next three games they play the Rockets, the Kings, and the Lakers. Three hard games, honestly. <laughs> the King, the Kings ain't just going to turn yeah, over for you. Yeah. Buddy, he'll light your ass up quick. So, do y'all still feel confident in the, in the Grizzlies I'm worried the spot? just because De'Aaron, I mean, Jaren. Jaren Jackson Jr. is hurt. Yep. And I think he's a key piece yep. to all their to their success because he provides spacing. Because he's been shooting the yeah, three very that. well this season. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so it's going to be a hard piece to, like, replace. Mm-hmm. And you know who they could use right now? Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. It's <laughs> kind of tough. No, Justice Winslow can come back from his back injury, but the back injuries are so scary that you yeah you don't, don't want to rush that. I want to rush it. Hey, mm-hmm. New Orleans is creeping up, man. Yes, they New are. Orleans is creeping up. You gonna, just skip, you gonna skip over that yeah, nice seat though? Over the Portland Trail. <laughs> my bad. I'm not. No, I'd rather see the Pelicans. I, I'm on NewBalance.com. I'm just going to top my head. Yeah, I would love to see the Pelicans. Pelicans for that storyline of them him playing and, the Lakers. Yeah, and then Zion versus LeBron. You know they play tonight, right? Do they really? Yes, they do. The Lakers and the Pills. Hey, I'm it, guessing it's national team. Is it LeBron versus Zion or AD versus Zion? It's definitely AD Zion because they got traded. I mean, he basically kind of they got traded for each other. Yeah, well, not traded for each other. Hey, Le- LeBron versus Brandon Ingram and Lonzo yes. and Josh Hart. Yes. That's yeah. what it really is. Yes, and Kyle Kuzma versus himself because he's his biggest own enemy. Um, <laughs> he's his, biggest, he's his biggest, biggest own enemy. enemy. I like that. <laughs> uh, the Spurs are still in the race. They're just three games behind, but we don't want to see the Spurs. Let's be honest. Who we were talking about this? Maybe it was yesterday. It's like, man, bro, they're they're not fun. They're not fun to watch at all. Like, oh, you said Dejounte Murray played twenty one minutes and then get a bucket, yeah. and I was like, really? Did yeah. he really do that? They had, yeah, Dejounte Murray played twenty one minutes, didn't have a bucket. Derek White played twenty seven minutes. He had three points. Mm. Those are two and of their big they guards. Spread out, they spread out all the minutes. Like everybody plays around twenty. 25 minutes a game. Because yeah. DeJounte, I don't know if they still have him on a minutes restriction. but No, because he just played great in, uh, against the uh, Jazz, so I don't understand that. Yeah, he played 34 minutes against the Jazz and played amazingly. So, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's just a bad off night. Off nights happen all the time. Off nights happen all the time. But he's had a few of those this month alone. Two points against the Clippers, four points against the Trailblazers, and the zero points against OKC. 0 for 7 from the field. It's kind of tough. No threes, though. So he was getting middies, getting to the paint. He just didn't finish them. Didn't finish them. Um, any Western Conference team that's not in the playoffs that y'all want to, you know, maybe show some love to? Talk so I saw CJ McCollum for that game against the Pistons. Yeah, that was too. a great game. Yeah, Mello, Mello, Mello hit the dagger. Timberwolves, man, tough for them. Uh, Cat rounds, yeah. injury, they lost five in a row. Uh, <laughs> Damn, bro, they win one game. <laughs> they ain't one since. That's so crazy. That's this has got to be so depressing. They're still not the last team in the in the West. <laughs> right, the Wiggins ain't won a game in a month. Like, if you look at his game log, it's, yeah. 
Suns won two in a row, so they they keeping their hopes alive as well. They still in that mix. They only two games behind the Trailblazers at twenty six. Yeah. So it'll be, hey, if they could do something that makes shit interesting, as many teams as they can out west can make it interesting. I'm yeah. all for it. Yeah, Andre Aiden's been playing very well lately. Yeah. You know, we just need. Wiggins ain't won a game since the beginning of January. Anyway, um, they that's why they need to do the play in for the playoffs because we got four teams down there that are good. See, they should do it for the West, but not the East. The East had the rules in that motherfucker. East is a little huff. I mean, the East. Hold on, hold on. Who's the 12th seed in the East? Is it the Knicks? Oh, it's not the Knicks. But y'all only y'all one game behind that. Y'all would have been in that play in. Hey, we can get it. They uh, eight, six in a row. Yup, it's, <laughs> it's up. It's up for the grabs. But uh, that's it, y'all. That has been another episode. Guess that college Ooh. before we ride okay. out because I was supposed to do it last episode, but I forgot because we was busy. All three of y'all. Oh, shit. Um, good luck, y'all. Let's get it. Don't blurt out. Okay. Okay. Do we? Don't blur out. Some whoever say I got it first. Okay. We'll get it. So you have to say I got it. Um, Kavon Looney. Mm. Can we get a hint? Um, I got it. UCLA. Yes. Good that, luck. that hint was going to be tough because I was like, <laughs> first thing came out, Lonzo went Because I'm just, I'm just looking like I'm trying to visualize them Why in their get, college yeah, jerseys. I'm trying to visualize them in their college jerseys. Uh, Marquise Chris. Um, no. uh, Kentucky. I, Incorrect. Um, um, I got it. Washington. Yes. I was way off. And you just blurted it out. You didn't even yeah, say I got it. it. <laughs> uh, Robert, like Williams. Robert Williams. Robert Williams. Ooh. Ah. Bro, I remember this. <laughs> Sound like you still this <laughs> Robert Williams. Because he got drafted and he missed his first plane. <laughs> first plane to, to fucking. Okay, I need a hint. Chris Middleton. I got it. Texas A&M. Yes. Come on, Derek. I might get in this, man. Um, Sterling Brown. I got, got it. it. Oh. I'll let Der- I noticed I'll let Derek have it if he Memphis. got it. Right? <laughs> Didn't he go to Memphis? No. Oh, no, 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 no. He went to one of those southern schools. Fuck, I forgot what you. Yes. Yes. I don't even know what SMU stands for. I just know it's always been SMU. Methodist. No, yeah. no. Yeah, I think it is. Is it really? Something, something like that. Okay. Um, Courtney Lee. No. Uh, I got it. Western Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> That's a weird one to know. Thank is you. it? Um, oh, yeah. Look at that. Marvin Williams. He came out of high school. I got it. UNC. Yes. <laughs> he came out of high school. He came out of high school. I'm thinking about when we be doing these. A lot of people came out of high school. Look at this trash-ass fit. They had me winning. <laughs> I like the lumberjack leaves. <laughs> Wayne Ellington. I got it. Duke. Is that right? You don't need to look for him for confirmation. I'm waiting for the confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go to Duke. He did it? No. <laughs> Wayne Ellison <laughs> didn't go. Are you sure? I'm positive. His best friend went to Duke. Wayne's <laughs> best friend went to Duke. Is Gerald Henderson. Oh, I ain't know that. Did he go to USC then? UNC. Yeah. Okay. It's one of the blue schools. My mom <laughs> like, I thought one of them was gonna peep that I ain't say nothing. They just <laughs> smiling and shit. Um, Taj Gibson. I got it. USC. Yes. 
Damn. Come on, y'all. Man, that's yeah. a bull. I'm going to need some more, like, higher names on this list. Yo, you want, like, higher people? Okay, Andre yeah. Robeson. Huh? That's not I got high. it. That's <laughs> I got I it. I mean, what you want me to say, Chris Paul? Colorado. Who you want? Yeah. You want <laughs> Steven Adams. Going, Steven going. Adams. I got it. Pittsburgh. Don't look at him. That's facts. <laughs> Mason Plumley. Like, if you don't know Mason Plumley, I got you it. You ain't going to know shit. Duke. Michael Porter Jr. I'm naming bigger names now. I got it. Missouri. Okay, don't say nothing now. <laughs> All right, I'm he want bigger names. Jamal Murray. Ooh, Kentucky. Yes. I'm, I'm I got a, it. I'm going to keep going on you. Just, just, just him. Just, just Mike, since he wanted bigger names. I don't want a solo such. Andre Iguodala. <laughs> you wanted bigger names. Come on, Andre Iguodala. This should be, not, this should be nothing. I, I don't know about You got you. this, bro. I know he's smart as hell, though. I, that's not relevant to this at all. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a hooper, you can go to any college. <laughs> Do you know? Yes. Do you, did you know? No, no, I didn't. I didn't do it. Arizona, um, Dylan Brooks. He's a starter in the league. I mean, I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to tell you. This. It's got to be like people that's been in the in the league for a couple of years now, too. Dylan Brooks. Mm, I know he's Canadian. That don't that don't really mean anything other than he's Canadian. College wise. Oh yes, he had that one play when he flopped hard as fuck. He yep. went to Oregon. Yes, he did. Uh, yes, sir. V- Vince Carter. He went to UNC. Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 Good. okay. John Collins. Hmm. Mm. I got it. If if you don't got it, I got. I it. don't got it. I'm gonna phone a friend. Okay. Oh yeah, Katie. Um, Wake Forest. Which who also went there? Chris Paul. And who else? Tim Duncan. Hey, he know the legends. He, oh, one more. Give him one more. Give him one more. It's another guy. Black. Black as hell. African name. Lottery pick. I couldn't tell you. Torres ACL. Was a big part of that Portland Trailblazer team that, that went to the conference finals. Oh. 3 and D. I'll freaking mean. Black as hell. Oh. <laughs> oh, you should have said nappy, nappy fruit. Oh, my fault, my fault. Um, Devin Booker. Kentucky. The fact that you thought about that for so long. <laughs> Marvin Bagley. He went to Duke. Yes. Good job. Buddy Hill. <laughs> Mm, no, Oklahoma. Yes. Hey, one. one of the Vic, best college basketball players. Victor Oladipo. Indiana. Indiana. Good okay, job. okay. Malcolm Brogdon. No, I actually don't know that. Oh, I wait, no, you. I know this, but okay. They don't know. Virginia. Yes. DeMontis Sabonis. Think Robert Sacker. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Big G's. Bradley Beal. <laughs> Florida. Okay. Yeah. He'll be knowing the stars. He'll get the stars. Um, Terry Rogier. I couldn't say that. <laughs> Big B's. You know what is that? I don't know. You know Louisville. what that means? Louisville. Uh, no. Cody Zeller. Mm. Think Victor Lee probably with teammates. Indiana? Yes. Oh. Um, Devontae Graham? No. Uh, Aaron Gore? Kansas. Yes, Kansas. Aaron Gordon. He went to Arizona. Yes. Hey. Good job. I remember man. that high school mixtape with him. Looked like Blake Griffin's son. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll do three more, and we can wrap this up. Let's go with – don't look over here, my friend. Oh, I, <laughs> I can't just look at this. Okay, no, you can't. Right. Um, Trevor Ariza. Hmm. 
I know him and LeBron were high school rivals. LeBron gave his ass work. I don't know. <laughs> UCLA. Uh, DeMar DeRozan. UCLA. No. No, no, no. <laughs> he said UCLA. And then he go to, um, there you go. Yes, yes, yes. I knew it was a, a U something in California. <laughs> Drew Holiday. I think we did he, this one on the show. Didn't he go to UCLA too? Yes. Yep. Ben Simmons. LSU. Mm. Damn girlfriend went to yeah. school with him. I forgot. Game. I forgot. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know why when I heard his name, like it went out the window. <laughs> All right. That's the end of the show. We appreciate y'all. We out. Peace. Peace.